Hello everyone, welcome to the Black Umbrella. We're going to start off with a little would you rather. So, my first question is, Frenchie and Wes, mm-hmm. would you rather have no one show up at your funeral or no one show up at your wedding? Um, uh, no one show up at my wedding. No one show up at my funeral. I pay for those heads. <laughs> I pay for those heads at my wedding. I'm sorry. I'm if you say, oh wait, these are up, these are people like I've invited them to my wedding. They don't show like up. people, like people, like you invited them. Yeah, and oh. they're not I don't gotta worry up. about the expenses okay. at my funeral. But my wedding, if I'm paying yeah. for a hundred heads, <laughs> I better see one hundred heads. <laughs> if I find, if I'm paying for an open bar, I better see all them bitches there turning up. I don't yeah. want. I don't gotta worry about the funeral. That's that's some other people's business, but. I want you to be at my wedding. Yeah, no no one show up at my funeral. I'm not going to know. Right? I don't care. I'm resting easy, baby. I don't care. Like, I'm out whatever. this bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Nika? Me? Uh, I would rather them not show up to my funeral. Because. Mm. Or. Hmm. I don't know. That's a hard one. Maybe my funeral, because my wedding is like, that's like, that's like an event, there, you know? And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm dead, so what do I care? What do I care? <laughs> <laughs> Only people going to be mad. It's going to be people right. alive on earth. Like, they never showed up for his funeral. Mm-hmm. And they want some money. <laughs> okay. Would you rather get with your boss to get promoted or give up the promotion? Wait. Would I do what? <laughs> give up my promotion or what? Or get or get it on with your boss to get the promotion. Who's my boss? Whoever your boss is, like, oh. would you rather no. have sex with them to get oh, your promotion no. or just oh, no. give up the pro- promotion completely? Yeah, I would just give it up. I'm not about to same. I'm not about to just put, put, put my put my balls right. aside <laughs> like that. No. Okay. Would you mm-hmm. rather be the richest person in the world? Or the smartest person in the world. The richest? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to be the smartest. So um, I could be the smart. That means I could be the smartest person and be broke. Right. That's yeah. dumb. <laughs> I'll be right there like, girl, I may not know shit, but I got shit loads of money to not know shit. Exactly. What you doing over here working on yours? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, give me my money. They'd be like, what do you do to create change? I just give money. Right. <laughs> Give money. Whenever it's needed to wherever it's going to be. Right. I just give it. You know? All over the place. Mm-hmm. And the smart people, oh my goodness, I'm organizing the community. Well, great. With I'm what actually money? giving. I'm giving money to the community. So. I mean, I understand the grassroots aspect, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Politely, no. Uh, polit- mm. No. Okay. Would you rather be stranded at sea or buried alive? Oh my stranded God. at sea. <laughs> <laughs> I, would rather I hate both. <laughs> right, I hate both. I can't. Swim. Every time I think of buried alive, I think of Kill Bill. <laughs> she has yeah. to get out. <laughs> I've um, yeah, I'm afraid of water. I don't know how to swim like that. I'm not a good swimmer. I'm not an aquatic person, wow. so I'd be really afraid. To, and, and the ocean is buried alive. <laughs> and the ocean is so the, alive. The, the ocean is so it's like one of the scariest places on earth. Yeah, it's it the most non-explored. Like yeah. you have, we still really have no clue what like eighty yeah. percent of our ocean is. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's so scary. Like I can't. 
Yeah. I'd much rather just be like, you know what? I'm about to die. There's still creatures we haven't even found yet. And they right. keep finding new creatures. Right. Sometimes. Like, I'll be buried alive. I'm okay. <laughs> Would you rather be toothless or be bald? Oh, bald. Oh. I throw a nice little. They got those whole little units. Those whole those units, units for men yeah. now. I'd be bald in a heartbeat. I couldn't be toothless, though. Yeah, I probably would be bald. Yeah, get me a wig. No, actually, change my mind. I'd rather be toothless because then I can go get me some veneers. <laughs> oh, well, then <laughs> I guess that would be would that be putting teeth back into my mouth. Yeah. Like, would that yeah. not? I wouldn't be toothless anymore. Uh, yeah, you would still have teeth if you put veneers and you just have to be toothless. You yeah. Mean, yeah. Like, just, okay, no. Okay, yeah. Back to my original. Uh, yeah, I'd be bald because there's plenty wigs that I can throw on in between I'd times. I'd put me a whole unit on. <laughs> okay i'm gonna do one more okay the last one is gonna be would you rather have a million dollars now or five thousand dollars a week for the rest of your life five thousand dollars a week for the rest of my life yeah i agree same because what <laughs> mm-hmm. keep it rolling five thousand dollars a week for the rest of my life yeah like i have a budget like and oh yeah that's like that's lit it's light and that's it's light. 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 No, that's <laughs> light. I can do that. Yeah, that's definitely what I would do. Heck yeah. Because if I get a million right then now, then that's it. I know I would go ahead and buy a house or build a house. And then and I wouldn't have anything left after. Oh, because you'd have a million dollar home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> a million dollar home and no way to pay the bills for the million right, dollar home. Right, exactly. No way to yeah. so, for the million dollar home. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah. I feel you know yeah. Right. Five thousand a week. Because then I could save up some things and yeah. I could really invest. I could I could I could plan my life out mm-hmm. slowly versus being like it's all with me right now. I need to make my decision. Yeah. Yep. Like five thousand a week and that means for one week five thousand dollars, that covers my rent and all my bills and I would still have like a couple thousand left over. So right. and then you'll get month, another five thousand <laughs> the next if week. there are like four weeks in a month, it's like twenty thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. <laughs> yes 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 and yes <laughs> thank you I will very much be for the rest person. of my life mm-hmm. thank you very much mm-hmm. all right now the word of the day Yay. what's the word what's the word okay hamartia mm-hmm. is the word <laughs> what i don't even know what? havarti no that's cheese there's no v in it mm. what was it again Hamartia. Hamartia. H a m a r t i a. Hamartia. Four syllables. <laughs> <laughs> it's a noun. It means a fatal flaw leading to the downfall of a tragic hero or heroine. And the sentences. Classical tragedies revolve around the main characters, Hamartia. The tragic flaw that sets a series of... Da- why are you putting... Why oh do they gosh. do that? They put the definition in the... Sen- anyways. Sentences? Sentences? I'm not ready. Okay. You said it's a noun? It's that, a noun. Yeah, but it sounds like... It seems like adjective? it's not. Do yeah. we want Do we want a new word? No, no. No, no. no. Okay. We can do... I just... Okay. The way they used it didn't seem... Yeah, I know. You know, person, place, thing. I'm like, but we're describing how a character is down, whatever. Right, like, yeah. it just doesn't <laughs> seem like it's a... Ne- okay. Whatever, we got this. Hamartia. Um, the 
hamartia of Achilles. Am I using it right? The hamartia of Achilles. <laughs> was his Achilles heel. The god Achilles was Achilles heel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bam. I will say... Um, <clears throat> I will say... If you watch Game of Thrones... Okay. Cersei's... No, actually... No, yeah. Cersei's Hamartia is her incessant need to always be the queen in, mm. at all times. Like, yeah, she can never, like, decipher, like, how to move between, like, what's right and what's just going to make her seem like a very, very, like, powerful and, like, scary queen. So, yeah. She always does the wrong thing mm. for the wrong reason. Dika? Um, sometimes the hamartia of a person can be their blind faith in another person. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Just hit me. Why don't Ooh. you? <laughs> <laughs> Just to kill me. Stab me in the heart. Mm. Wow. That's a great sentence. Thank you very much. No problem. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime you want praise, just call me. Like, <laughs> I'll give it to you. Okay. Like you need it. Great. Wow. You're for praise. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for praise. Well, Ferenci, what's the deal? We're going to move on to the For the Birds segment. Negro, are we not paying it dust? Oh, Great. shit. I can't <laughs> read. Crack. Let me take it back. All right. So what are we paying dust this week? Okay, I got I got what I'm paying dust to now. What you paying, girl? I am paying dust to all the people on Twitter right now trying to put out leaks of Tyler the Creator's new album. Oh. Jeez, y'all. It's coming out on the 17th. Jeez Louise. Okay. That's like 10 days from now, right? Yes, I'm very, very excited. I can't wait. So, like, stop trying to put out leaks, you know? These people put, you know... Excuse me. Artists put in all this hard work into this album, into the work that they're, you know, putting out into the world, and then you're gonna go ahead and leak it before they even get a chance to put it out. That is so rude. Mm. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay dust to Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> I'm sure we all know why, so I'm not. Uh, that's why I, mean, I just there said are her name. Multiple reasons why I can play that to Miss Swifty. Yeah, there's some Mrs. Swifter. But we all know the oh. recent reason why. Swiffer. I always put a T in Swift Swiffer, so I say I know it's Swiffer, but I always say Swifter. I've always said it as a kid. Why? <laughs> I don't know. No, we know why. My grandma used to be like, "Can you Swifter?" And I used to be like, "Yeah, sure." And I think I picked it up from her because she. I every any time I went over her house, that was like my one chore to do. Like, Christopher, you're going to Swifter for me? And I'm like, yeah, girl. I think she put the tea in it, which got oh, me putting the tea okay. in it. So I picked and it up from her. And that's the real tea, huh? And that's the real tea, okay? <laughs> the real illiterate tea on how <laughs> I come out wow. the real illiterate Swiffer tea. correctly. Wow. Mm. I'm going to pay dust to, oh, my gosh, feelings. Okay. What a feeling. I've just been overwhelmed with so much emotion this past, in these past 24 to 48 hours. It's ridiculous. Okay, 
deeper than <laughs> Listen, yeah, I'm paying dust to feelings. I just don't want to feel. Is that sad? Is that depressing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just don't. Are you okay? I just forget. Right. Are you okay? Do you need a hug? I'm, I will. I'm, I'm no, doing guys. okay. I will jump across this table. I'm doing okay. And this, the wine. And this episode, we're not going to go over anything. We're just going to talk to Christopher. <laughs> right. About how he's. This is now a therapy show. Jeez. The floor is open. Nah, yeah. I've been going through it a little bit in my head. So I just need to. Let it go and just. I think I need an escape. I need. I need. I need a move out of my routine. I'm really happy because I have some friends coming to town this week. So. Yeah, that's good. That's gonna get me, and I have a couple days off, so I get to spend time with them and just like really move around. You know. Beautiful routine really makes you like sad. You know. It does. Does Mm -hmm. really fucking Mm -hmm. tired. So I just need to get, I need to jump out of it and get yeah, into something else. Right, like, I also yeah. need a new job, but you know, we're praying for that all every that. day, day by day, baby. All uh-huh. that and more. Love it. Same. Beautiful. Frenchie. Well. What's for the birds? Today, we're going to start for the birds off. Uh, Obviously, we had the Met Gala <laughs> yesterday. Met, lots met, of looks, met, lots met, of met. people, lots of magic mm. going on. Hmm. <clears throat> Lots of black girl magic at that, too. Oh, yes. yes. And, you know, to um, <laughs> bring in the black girl magic. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Haddish came to the Met Gala. Oh, the theme was camp. Goodness. You know, over-exaggerated things, things that are what they are not, things like that. Um, Creative illusion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like this whole ass, like... Stepping into a fairy tale mm-hmm. while trying to like have some bits of reality, like you know, almost like crazy, but a sophisticated, classy, crazy camp, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. out the box. And so Tiffany had us dressed as a pimp and had um, a Ziploc bag of uh, fried chicken in her purse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she was talking about how, oh, you know, yes, I'm dressed like a pimp. I'm Pimparella, I think is what she's said or something like that. And she was like, yeah, I'm looking for some employees or something like that. And then uh, uh, the the, uh, interviewer asked her, like, oh, so what do you like? What does it look like inside? And so she said, you know, it's nice. It's fun. But there's not not really like a lot to eat. So I brought some food with me. She opens up her bag and pulls out some chicken. And she's like, oh, yeah, I brought some chicken from home. You know, I made it myself because I'll be hungry in there. And so she asked the interviewer if she wants a piece. The interviewer was like, sure. So uh, she grabs the chicken, takes a bite. And uh, then she, then Tiffany Hatter says, oh, my God, look, y'all. It's a white girl eating chicken on TV. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, Fried that's chicken. so funny. Right, fried chicken. Being up. Mm, let me be quiet. Uh. <laughs> being out, being obnoxious. That's her talent. Yeah, it Bam. that that is that like, is her talent. Yeah, her brand is just being like obnoxious to me, at least. I mean, I feel you. I'm like, on the same page as you. I feel like she's loud. Yeah, and I, a lot of people um, make like the comparisons, and they say like, "Oh, you guys don't have a problem with it when Cardi B is doing it, but you have a problem with it 
when Tiffany Haddish is doing it. And so that makes it seem like you hate black women and things like that. Or you would rather have this type of um, behavior or whatever you want to call it coming from someone that's non-black instead of someone that is black. So I just wanted to get you guys' like opinions on that. Um, I feel like it's only heightened because Tiffany Haddish is a comedian and it's her comedy. Like it's her form like it's her form of comedy is having to put up that act of being loud like you know, being loud being a stereotype you know, being, being, being like like trying stereotype. to fall into these stereotypes of yeah. like what the black community likes, almost like Tyler Perry Madea type shit. Like, you know, like that's uh-huh. her lane of comedy. Like trying yeah. to but hard. I don't feel like that's Tiffany Haddish all the time. Uh-huh. Like Cardi B, that's Cardi B twenty four seven all the time. Always mm-hmm. been her, always gonna be her. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. But I also have never seen Cardi B show up to uh, a award show with a bag of fried chicken. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like she'd be like, no. Like, I feel like she wouldn't do that. Yeah. But, like, Tiffany does it to be funny. Like, that's her way of being funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be different if, say, if Tiffany had the same same comedic cloud as, like, I could say, like, Monique or Samore or, mm-hmm. you know, or Cheryl Underwood. Like, you know, women who who are in the comedy industry, uh, or Lunell even. Like, yeah. you know, like, people who have yeah. been in the comedy, well, um, black women in comedy, who have, like, set a mold for, like, how to be successful, especially as a black woman in this industry. You know, I wouldn't... Like, I've never seen them pull out any fried chicken at a Right, red carpet, and they look good. They they come on the carpet, they dress up, but they don't act out because mm-hmm. they leave that for the stage. Yeah. Like Monique isn't uh-huh. loud twenty four seven. I mean, Monique gets on that stage and she transforms. Yeah. yeah, like she'll be like, "Oh, my brother, my sister, my da da da." She can mm-hmm. have a conversation with you and be cool. But whenever she's on that stage, she's raunchy. She hits all her jokes. She hits all her mm-hmm. cues and she and her mm-hmm. beats and she does her that. That's her performance. Yeah. Cheryl Underwood, same way. Whenever it came to her being on comedy and her being on the talk now, and her being right. on the talk, like you know, like she, they're, they're, there's different. who they are, and yeah. there's a, there's who their act is. Mm-hmm. Right. And Tiffany Haddish is always act acting. Is always on. Mm-hmm. Like there is no special. Like I can't wait to see what she's got going next because her life is her act. Yeah. And that's where I feel like it kind of blurs lines and disrupts to me exactly. like it's almost not natural yeah, like you're like trying not, a little she's too not hard being real you know yeah it's mm. very like she's being controlled or something it's really like it's almost creepy the way <laughs> she it is the almost the way she like really like tries to like be black like be the like stereotypical black person that like people say yeah. like with the Kool-Aid and the fried chicken and watermelon, all those stereotypes, it's like that's what she embodies with that character that she's always playing. And then yeah. it always comes back to what is being black and yeah. how like society has exactly. set what being black is whenever mm-hmm. it comes to media and examples within television and writing and cinema. Like, you know, these images that were forced upon us back in the day on what being black was and how it's now supposed to, it was taken as a caricature. It was taken as mm-hmm. it's supposed to, it was comedic to white people yeah. and white people still find that shit funny. Yep. It just yeah. so happened that to ease our pain of being embarrassed, we now have to laugh at it whenever it comes to the 
my DM movies and the watermelon jokes mm-hmm. and the this and that. And, you know, you have to do this. You have to, oh, you're going to throw grits at a person, you know, like all these little <laughs> things. I'm playing grip ball. I'm going to throw grits at somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's uh-huh. like all these little things, all these little nuances that fall back into that stereotypical like Sambo-esque Jim Crow features of having to be, having to live up to a caricature of blackness mm-hmm. in order to be successful in the entertainment industry. Like that's the only in. Yeah. And we're in a space where now we're changing the mold. Like, I mean, especially with this generation, it's really becoming evident that the mold is being changed. But at the same time, you can still see how... A lot of these people who are successful, you know, I can see comedians on Instagram who are funny as hell. Yeah. Who aren't going to have the same clout Tiffany Haddish has just because Mm -hmm. of the fact that they won't fall into the stereotypical, oh, you don't want to play the ghetto girl? Well, then whatever. We'll find Tiffany. She'll do it. Right. And then, Mm -hmm. bam, she's booked. Always booked and busy. Mm -hmm. Because there are girls turning down certain roles because they don't want to give up their morals or their comedic value Mm -hmm. for like, listen, that's not me. Like, I prefer to be like the woman who has quick, witty, and funny responses like my white lead does. Mm -hmm. But I can't be that. I got to be the irrational one. The one always ready to fight the sidekick. That's not cute. No, it's not. Mm. <laughs> you gave a sermon. I'm a sermon. <laughs> didn't mean, didn't mean to get on my like you know pulpit, but I just had to. I had to give a little something. Uh-huh. Well, to keep it real black, <laughs> um, we got a wonderful article from the LA Times titled "Will Prince." <laughs> Harry and Meghan Markle raise their child to be black. <laughs> How else do you raise a black child? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, <laughs> shit. I'm black, but right now, when you first read, when you guys first read the headline, like, what did you think? Like, what feelings, thoughts, emotions? I was like, ready for the stereotypes. Uh huh. Honestly, I mean, I read ready. the title, and the first yeah. thing I did was go to the author and see what the author looked yes, like. And exactly. the author was a full-blown white woman, and I said, exactly. "Lord knows, right? I already know what something's about to go down." But it was actually a good article, mm-hmm. right? And it, it honestly didn't have much to do with, with, with the, the title. title at all. It was such a. It was like a very well-written. It was a really, really good article, just speaking mm-hmm. on how Meghan Markle was doing something so. And she's doing everything so different from her predecessors and the way that you're supposed to do things in the royal family and upholding certain traditions, like having to uphold certain traditions, um, the way that she even had her baby and didn't come out, you know, like that same day, like how, um, for example, how Kate Middleton did mm-hmm. and how all the other princesses and queens and all type of stuff before her, you know, you have the baby. And then like that day, they're out on the red carpet that's rolled out in front of the uh, hospital. They mm-hmm. got heels, dress, makeup and hair is right, done and, ready. and with the newborn baby in their hands, they get their pictures taken yep. and then they go. How uncomfortable. Extremely. Right, how uncomfortable how must that be? That's not a uh, that's and weird. so they, um, yeah, the, the article was just about how, you know, privacy works for them and how, you know, they're just doing things so 
uh, different from what's typically done in the royal family. And there was only one little, like, a few lines in there that was just saying how um, they were wondering, you know, how will they handle raising a black child? Because, you know, we're, this is not a post-racial world. And, you know, obviously there's going to be some setbacks and things mm-hmm. that, you know, occur in, in this little boy's black life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the... the author of the the uh article notes that there's not one way to be black you know there's not just a one black experience but you know was just wondering like i want to you know how they're going to tackle certain subjects and aspects of black life which was fine mm-hmm. yeah but it was just Valid so weird questions. how the article it, it was a great article like i said but the title was just so like Shocking! Oh, oh, come look at this. Read what I have to say about if they should re uh, raise their child to be black. Such clickbait. It really was clickbait. <laughs> yeah, it was just definitely to what, clickbait. Just to get our eyes on it. Yes. But I do feel like, in a sense, it was um, it was a great article, and it was written greatly. And mm-hmm. my only um, my only concern is being black in America is different than being black over and, there. Yeah. In yeah. Britain. Mm-hmm. It's like, definitely. You know, your experience is going to be different. And since Megan had that experience of growing up in America in a normal household Mm -hmm. with like her mother and going to high school and going to college and having a career as an actress, like Megan had that as a grounding piece to her. And this child is going to be heavily looked at and critiqued by the Royal family and by people out there because we don't see all the headlines that come out about Megan but from what I've been seeing on social media from people who are over there, a lot of stuff that comes out about Megan on that side of the it's pond negative. is negative. Yeah, it's her breaking yeah. tradition. Her yeah. not following the rules. Opening her, a car door by herself. You know, and she's her, not supposed to wear that. Her bending that mold of what it means to be a royal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm interested to see how they um, treat the child. I just hope that they treat the child with respect. Yeah. I hope and, so. You know. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a boy, so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you never I thought you were gonna finish that. Oh no! <laughs> like it's, a, it's a boy. Like the child is a boy, so they like you know. Oh, they love to have boys, and it's so weird because it's like even though the boy will never be, or never take any like any kind of. He's he's sixth in line. Yeah, he's like sixth in line. Like he will never really hold any kind of power in the um in the royal family it's the fact that like still there's somebody like you know they have a boy oh how cute mm-hmm. but like he's able to live his life without the pressures of feeling like okay i'm next in line you know yeah mm-hmm. which is nice i feel yeah. could you imagine That's if really he was next in line no man <laughs> right like the wow. drama we got a black man <laughs> a black a black man on the on the, the, the throne mm-hmm. oh god drama. that'd be funny that would be freaking awesome. I know. Right. <laughs> but probably a lot of pressure. Yeah. Lots and <laughs> lots of pressure. But yeah, that's how I feel about the situation when it comes to Megan and her kind of bending the rules. You know? You know? Mm-hmm. What about you, Nika? Any additional thoughts? I'm just really glad that she's pissing people off, honestly. Mm-hmm. People hate to see it. 
Okay. She's really, they really hate to see it. Like, oh, she's not supposed to wear that. She's touching car doors. And it's like the littlest things are pissing people off. And I just think it's so funny that she's breaking all these barriers and more power to her. I can't wait to mm-hmm. see everything that she does. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> you go. You go, Megan. You go, Megan. Right. Is Get she a Duchess? In. Is it Duchess? Of Sussex, yeah, I think. Yeah, Duchess, Duchess of Sussex. Right. Uh-huh. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you have a title, baby. Right. A black woman with a title. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's so cute that her mom was there when the baby was born. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, her mom, to this day, I will never forget being why being glued to that TV <laughs> and yeah. seeing this black woman with these dreads up there yeah. like yes. looking at Amazing. her. I thought that that was, that was just so beautiful killer shit. It was I was awesome. like, whoa. And to see the gospel choir be yes, at the high yes. it was some it new was great. Shit, I was into it. I it loved was amazing. It, it, it was, was cult- I just, I said, oh my god, this is the most cultural right. wedding. Right. I they mean, never they had a like they had a black life. man with he. I think it was a violinist. Yeah, yeah. On the uh-huh. house, he was doing his damn thing. I mean, like they made sure. That she was represented, okay, and there was no like trying to hide her and what she is. She said, "Oh no, this is what we're doing, baby." Right. It was so nice. And so, um, something else happened over the week. Um, I guess Justin Bieber posted something about how Chris Brown is like a legend or an icon or however he put it. Yes, he did. And <laughs> so, everyone on Twitter obviously went into an uproar because they felt like, Oh my God! Why is Justin Bieber posting this person who is an abuser or was an abuser is was I don't know how you would say that. Yeah. But this person who abused someone in the past, um, that's so trash of him. Blah blah. blah. He's almost thirty years old and he's still, uh, making stupid, uh, decisions like this to support someone who was like, who abused someone and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, so obviously the um, abuse situation between Chris Brown and Rihanna, that gets brought up, which is everyone's point as to why Justin Bieber shouldn't have said what he said, call, you know, saying that Chris Brown is talented and icon and legend and all this type of stuff. And then you have the uh, people countering that point by saying, well... Everybody knows that Rihanna threw, you know, that Rihanna started hitting him first, and so he retaliated. And, and so, that's if how you want to throw, you didn't read the report. <laughs> right and they're like, and so if you want to be a woman throwing hands with a man, then you need to uh, expect to get hands thrown back at you by that man, and for you to get beat up like a man. So, it's so just kind of like, first of all to me i didn't see the point in bringing up the abuse situation between chris brown and rihanna people do do. that every single time you say anything about chris brown it's like okay i could see if it was like a situation where this happened and chris brown never apologized and never did any uh time or anything like that he just got off Mm scot-free then i could see people you know constantly bringing up the situation but he apologized he did the time and the two of them are fine. Like mm-hmm. if they're in the same space as each other, like it's cool. They're, you know, they're cordial with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's whatever. And 
Second, why do why does everyone always have to say, oh, well, she hit him first, so that's why he did that, and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter if she hit him first or if he hit her first. It doesn't matter. What matters is the extent to which it got to yes. yeah. the and the damage the done. That's what matters. Okay. The end result. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what matters is the end result. And three, why do we always have to say, oh, if, you, if you're a woman and you want to hit a man, then expect to get hit like a man back? Like, why do we always have to, like, equate, oh, if you did this, you need to expect to, for a man to just, like, beat the living right. hell out of you. Because, right. That's you, always You touched, you touched him say. first, so don't right. be mad if he goes crazy on you and does Because you poked thing. him in his arm. Because <laughs> you slapped him in his face, that? and that's disrespectful, so that's why he punched you on yours and... And, and, and threw and, the limp at your head. Right, and, and, and broke your the, nose. Right. Like, okay. That's always what Because happened. you started it. Right. What the fuck? You started it, so now mm-hmm. you get to die. I slap that nigga, and I get all this, like, rib bruise, right. broken Near nose. Near-death experience. Yeah. And I, and, and I think it's so interesting with the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation, because at the end of the day, I can always think of it as one thing and one thing only. Chris Brown got caught. Yeah, of course. There are so mm-hmm. many black and non-black men in the entertainment industry, just men in the entertainment industry, who beat their woman. And get away mm-hmm. with it because they don't get caught. They don't get caught. Exactly. Like, they just don't. Like, you know, they, there's a sense of control. Like, the woman, he's like, they they have them in a space where they feel like they can control them. It's and like, they know they're yeah, not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. So it can be in the home. It could be at, in the bathroom at a place. Like, they give them a good one-two punch. It may not be where, it may not be right. on the face, but right. you can feel it on your body. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it may be on their arm. You may see a bruise on their rib. Like Maybe on their thigh. You like, know, right. like, you don't know Somewhere where the abuse where you is happening. Yeah. yeah. A lot of men are with covert with that, both physical yeah, and to emotional cover their abuse. Ass. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, Chris Brown... It's sad to see that happen to Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's unfortunate and it's just bullshit. Like, it still makes me mad to this day whenever I see that picture of her. Like, damn, he really did put mm-hmm. some work on her. Like, he yeah. beat yes, her. Like, he beat her mm-hmm. ridiculously. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. No man should ever do that to a woman. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's invalid when they say, oh, well, she hit him first. So, okay. And do you see how he walked out that car? And do you right. see how she walked out that car? Right. He walked exactly. away with like, oh, a couple scratches A couple here scratches and, and a bite. Yeah. And she walked out with a puffy eye, fucked up bit. She her had, lip. She right. had like, bites on her fingers. Like, mm-hmm. you have to understand, like, this, this woman. Yeah. defending herself. Like, yeah. I, I don't. Like, her head was banged against the window. Like, you have to understand. Like, shit. Happened well, in that went car. Down, yeah, like, he tried read, to shove out the, the car. Read the police report and read everything Just that happened. So much it's crazy shit that happened insane. in a rage. And it was like that doesn't give you a defense. I will say, um, I have. There's a sense of me that also feels like, especially I've been in a situation. Well, observed from the outside looking in a situation where a woman was provoking a man because she wanted him to do something and that's yeah. not what I feel is right. Like you mm-hmm. know right, yeah, I don't think that's like right I've either. seen women full blown like Provo- go ape shit on, on their purpose. men and be like mm-hmm. 
slapping them and spitting on them and being yeah. like, what, you can't do nothing, you can't do nothing. Right. And then all of a sudden the man shoves them and they fall on the floor and they hit their head and they're like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. They're like, yeah. you know, you can't yeah. play. That's that's where I feel like right there you can't play victim. Because no. yeah. you were provoking him to a sense of where he felt like he no longer had the ability to like he he's defend, not you know he, he, he's allowed to defend himself like you know as well like there's a sense of okay like i'm not gonna beat you but if i push you and you fall on the ground and hit your head but you've been spitting on me hitting me upside my head punching me socking mm-hmm. me this and that and i and i'm just have to take it yeah that's mm-hmm. where i feel like that's like nah you don't have to take it i agree and you also don't have to retaliate in the way of oh since she's punching and spitting on me mm-hmm. i'm gonna spit on her and knock the living lights at her like you know like at right. the end of the day that still that also just doesn't make sense to me as well mm-hmm. it's like you don't deserve the same energy back because that's a woman you know mm-hmm. at the end of the day you just got to be like all right listen i know how much trouble i can get in mm-hmm. if she walks out this room looking some kind of way yep. mm-hmm. i'd much rather walk out the room looking like i just got the shit knocked out of me Mm-hmm. then have to deal with the repercussions mm-hmm. of being like, oh, my God, she's bleeding. Right. And I did that because yeah. I hit her. And it's like, nah. We see where the lines kind of, there's like Start kind to of. blur. Yeah, yeah, there's a gray area. Yeah. Mm. And so with that, um, we just want to say, if you or anyone you know is in an abusive uh, relationship, in any way, it could be family, romantic, friend, anything like Emotional. that. Emotional. Emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, if abuse is being done to you or someone that you know, and you're, you are out here in Los Angeles, go ahead and contact Anger Me Not Counseling Services, okay? Um, they provide counseling for domestic violence, anger management, um... They also do a one-on-one court-mandated counseling and a whole slew of other services. So if that sounds like something that you need to hear more information about, please call 310-596-5056. And her name is Paulette, and that's my mom. So Woo, mom. Well, she, mom. She knows what to do. Number one fan. <laughs> she knows what to do. So, again, the number is 310-596-5056. Okay. <laughs> and with that, we're going to move on to the Gust of Wind segment. Whoosh. So, we're going to bring it up, bring it up. Um, The first thing I want to bring up is we all listened to Ari Lennox's Shea Butter Baby album that came out today. Yes. And I wanted to get everybody's thoughts on it. Top three tracks or like, you know, feelings. What vibes does what the album feel? give you? How did you feel about it on your first listen? What did you like about it? I really wanted to hit on topics on, on the on the um point of R&B and kind of how mm-hmm. it plays into that jazzy R&B mm-hmm. with like still kind of an edge. Like I think it's yeah. cool how she yes. mixes the lines up with the saxophone but still has a hard beat in the back but isn't afraid to like cuss on a record or like talk her shit but in a classy, right. sexy oh, so way. Good. Yeah. I think that's dope. So yes, open up the floor. 
girl, you got stuff written down, so you can. Go. <laughs> I don't have any. I just have my top three songs written down. Not, well, girl, not like last time when I had a whole, <laughs> a whole, a whole essay on the songs. I was well, what are your go top ahead. three songs, Nika? Okay, well, my top three songs are Up Late, Pop, and I Been. Mm. Beautiful. I wasn't expecting Pop to be beautiful gowns. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Pop to be. So poppy. Oh, oh way, it pop started, was poppy. Pop was like it was like a cute instrumental, it was so good. cute, and then it was all of a sudden. If I pop this pussy, I was like, what? Okay, what? Yeah. hold up now, okay. what's going on here? What are we listening to? I will say that was the only song on there I did not like. Really, I liked pop. Yeah, didn't I thought like it was it. weird. It was like a weird. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> I think that's why it I was liked interesting. Because it. Yeah, it was like I, whenever it I caught w- me off guard. Whenever I went into the song, I was expecting something because yeah. of the vibe that it gave off. But then I was like, whoa, okay, hold right, on this now. is different. Not mm-hmm. what I was mm-hmm. expecting. Well, we get top three songs, Frenchie. My top three were a new apartment. Mm. Oh yeah. BMO. Yes. BMO. And I've been. Yes. Okay. I've been. Yes. I've been was so good. Come I, on. I really like them. BMO is a shit. That's a vibe. No, yeah, BMO. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like um I definitely my top three are BMO, broke, and uh, mm-hmm. BMO, BMO broken up late. Yeah. So in that in that two three four order, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those three songs did something to me where I was like, yeah. damn, like from Good BMO songs. to going to the broke broke started off really simple and like just yeah. kind of sort of, and then whenever JID's verse JID's came in, so, um, yo. Mm-hmm. It was, really it was good. epic. It was an legendary album. Really, really I feel good. like we don't get R and B anymore. We don't. Yeah, we know we, we don't get that. It's either like hip hop, rap, or like pop mm-hmm. we don't get r&b anymore so this album just felt like oh my god fine it was like a breath of fresh air right. it was so like finally. i was like is that a saxophone that i hear in the right. background you know? is that a piano amazing oh my goodness are these instruments that right. i'm actually hearing instrumentation this isn't a right this isn't a um a machine this is, right, right this isn't a machine. a machine these are instruments that are getting played wow what Right, amazing, crazy. Right, this isn't a DJ mustard beat, <laughs> right? With LMA on boot up, you know. Or that's Zaytoven. that's what's considered to be <laughs> right R and B nowadays. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't know. R and B walks a lot of fine lines, but I really do right. like how she plays with that jazzy, sensual, sexy, but still with a little edge and yeah. like kind of just vibey music. Mm-hmm. It's like music that you can vibe to, yeah. music that you could like. Smoke I could see to. myself cleaning the house to this album right. like easily, and that's a good thing with my bonnet on. <laughs> <laughs> Waking up feeling good in my new apartment. Yes. Right. <laughs> Dance around, whatever, doing whatever I want. I loved it. I loved it. So I love her vibe. And I like that she's on J. Cole's Dreamville label. Isn't so she good. the only girl yeah. on yes. Dreamville? Yeah. Like Houses is the only one at Top Dog. The and only girl I think Tiana's the only one on Good Music. It's so interesting I think how yeah. they have these only women. Yeah. <laughs> one girl. Right. right. We've got room for one girl. Right. <laughs> and that's it. Such a male-dominated music is still such a male-dominated just yeah. arena. And I don't think that'll ever change. Honestly. It won't. I, I mean, I change. would hope it would change, especially with like, I hope especially so. with, especially with Sylvia Sylvia Laurent. Sylvia, oh my God, what is her name? 
I think it's Sylvia Roan or Sylvia oh, Love Roan. Si- Sylvia Roan. Yes, with yeah. Sylvia Roan being the president of Epic now, yeah. yeah, I feel like we're gonna see a lot of things change. They just announced that she was the president yeah. of Epic, I'm and excited I was like, for this. "Yo, exciting! That's dope." Sylvia Roan is like, "Let's see what happens." Legendary. Yes. So I'm excited to see what she brings to the table. She's always giving artists a chance to show their art and display it for what's not commercial and just mm-hmm. what's authentic to them. So I like that. It's never good. It's, it's going to, I mean, being the president of a major record label, you do have to have certain machine artists that like, you know, of but course. that's why you, that's why you have a, a, a lane for them. Mm-hmm. People who want to come in the label and be machine artists, you push them through mm-hmm. and let them do that. But she gives the people who are creative artists and vibe and do the piano and the guitar and really take their time with their craft and their music. She allows them that space to be creative and be themselves and not push them to want to fit into the mold of a certain envelope. That's what I like. She's like, we have those artists. Mm-hmm. Those, those are on our pop side. We've got them on lock. Mm-hmm. You're on the R&B hip hop side. You do what you want to do. I'm not going to sit up and be like, oh, well, you know that um, that Migos like, style <laughs> vibe <laughs> flow is really hot right now. So right. I need you to switch some shit up. You know, I need you to hit, you know, I need you to hit that. You know, she really allows artists to be mm-hmm. so creative. And mm-hmm. I love it. And also, my favorite part about the Shea Butter Baby album was the speaking parts in between yes. the songs. Right. The speaking parts. That was so my favorite cute. part. I think that's what made me like. That's why New Apartment is in like my top three of the album, is because like the speak was it before or after the song? I think it's. I think uh, it was before. I think it was before the song. Yes, yeah, before the song yeah. starts. Yeah, it's before the song starts. Yeah. And she's just talking about how, like, you know, the furniture in your apartment isn't gonna have sex with you. Yeah. It's not gonna it's not gonna teach you how to dougie. It's not gonna like, you know, basically she's like, I need people. Yeah, she's like she's like and then I then I realized like, oh my God, I need people in my life. And so I think like that was really cool because we like society and like artists too like you know because they're part of society exactly and they kind of perpetuate the ideals and pump it back into you know the social media side so we all see it mainstream but i think we get so caught up in things you know what i mean and it's like oh yay i have a new car i got a new house look at all this new furniture in my new apartment yay Mm -hmm. i bought this i bought that like we're so obsessed with things that we forget that we need genuine like human connection like we need people Mm. because at the end of the day things are not gonna do anything for you they're not gonna cuddle with you they're not gonna wipe your tears at night Mm -hmm. They're not going to make sure, you know, you're feeling okay when you're sick. They're just there. They're I just, just want there. someone to share it with, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want to just have everything and then just be by myself. That's so right. fucking lonely. Yeah. I'd much you, rather you have someone lonely. to share it with. Exactly. And that's how I feel, especially whenever it comes to just a sidebar on me and travel. Like, I feel like it's always cool for me to travel with someone. Mm. Of course, like, people are like, don't be afraid to get out there and travel by yourself. I'm not, but <laughs> what would I do? I'm not yeah. afraid to travel by myself. Just that I'm not like afraid to go anywhere people you know and i always see these posts on people being like if you're always waiting on your friends to do things with you or you waiting on that one person to go somewhere with you and people keep on flicking you just go by yourself and i can totally see why that energy i can see why you can match energy but but i mean imagine me going like fuck it i can't find any friends to go i've been wanting to go to thailand like i'm just gonna go by myself 
and just mm-hmm. have a good time. I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to Thailand and get to my Airbnb and be like, now what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a breathe. Just, right. like, I'm, I'm here. I'm just here by myself. Yeah, like I want like, I want to be able to share those kind of experiences with someone, which is why I feel like I'm not the best suited person whenever it comes to traveling just by myself off whim just because if I don't have someone to go visit while I'm there mm-hmm. or if I don't have someone traveling with me. Like I can't just be that person who's like, Okay, I'm here now. Okay, I'm here now. It's like, yeah, but like you're doing it by yourself and like I get how you're getting all this experience and culture and meeting friends along the way. Mm-hmm. But I still would love to just have a friend to be like, We went here together and here together, like a travel buddy. I think that's yeah. so dope. Yeah. I'd much rather that than just be like, I'm traveling the world. I have all this money, but no one to spend it with. But it's okay because Lovely. I'm good. Like, you know, <laughs> I have this brand new apartment. I have all these things, amenities, but I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've gotten my dog. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. A dog can only do so much, baby. So, yeah, I love the album, though. And I think it's a great, like, segue into the Billboard Music Awards and what it means to be R&B because LMA won Best R&B Artist of the... It wasn't the year. It was, like, top R&B artists on the top 100 or something like that. LMA won for Boot Up. Yeah. Okay. She won over her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then it goes to show you, like, okay, so billboard is a commercial award show like billboard yeah. is based off of you, what you did on the charts on yeah the where billboard charts but it's <laughs> also based off an of image too of course it's based off of like you know how out there are you to the people lma is out there because of boot up and boot up only yeah. now whenever yeah. it comes to her songs of too much sauce or what are her other songs i'm um, shot clock things like that naked yeah, like we know that shit, but mm-hmm. everybody knows Boot Up. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. knows. Buddha. But we know, you know, the the, the, the niche song. shit. Yeah. But it's like because she had that one crossover track that translated into white people know you because of this track and black people right. know you and everybody knows because mm-hmm. of this one track. It's like okay, well she should win. Yeah. But then whenever you look at the actual like of r&b right like i know that her brings so much more to the table than ella does and i can't shit on ella and be like ella's bad ella's not bad i like ella may it's just whenever i'm talking about r&b artists if someone asks me who's a better r&b artist ella may or her her? i'm gonna say her i wouldn't even classify her as r&b to be honest to me she's pop Mm -hmm. yeah she is like pop because boot up is kind of like a pop song it's not but dj mustard has that weird yeah like, yeah of a, course yeah he has that pop hip-hop r&b like all of his tracks crossover yeah, but like, that's because he's yeah. a dj mm-hmm. right. yeah it's so easy for djs to be like i got this pop track with this artist and this rap track with this artist and the only difference and i have a country track with this one artist and the only difference is i have a fiddle in this one and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i have electronics in this one and yeah. i have a deep 808 in this one yeah right and it's the same beat Mm-hmm. Right, and, they, and it's, it's all the same. like this is country, and this is and it's like whoa, <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> Make that one change, and all yeah, of a sudden, one shit, change. you got a whole. This new one has genre. an electric guitar, <laughs> so no, it's rock, right? <laughs> oh shit, like you know, I feel like it's much easier for DJs who don't have to show face to just mm-hmm. hear their production and be noted for for their production. But as far as whenever yep. it comes to best R and B artists, I feel like her should have got it, should have won, but it's Billboard, you know whatever her has a grammy 
Yeah. So does she LMA. Does. She has a Grammy. Uh, let's not forget oh, that. Yeah. LMA yeah, has LMA a Grammy has as well. Her has Grammys. Plural. Yeah, her has a Grammys. But yes. I feel like, you know. You know. You know who didn't win at the Billboard Awards, though? Who? Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. How'd you know? (laughs) (laughs) She She didn't win. She didn't. In a lot of ways, she didn't win. No worries. But everything she was nominated for, she didn't win. Yep, at all. And you know she every time she's nominated for like anything at any award show she always, always wins. wins. Yes, at least one thing. At yeah, least she at least thing. always wins at least one thing. So I think this might be the first time in her career of being nominated for things and that not she didn't a damn thing win at all. But she did try to win with this Mayo Cella ass performance that she tried to give. And I can stand people online talking about Beyonce isn't the only one who can have a drum line. Everybody can have a drum line. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I mean, would you even consider what Taylor Swift had to be a drum line? <laughs> right. <laughs> drum parabola, maybe. If you guys didn't see the performance, Taylor Swift opened up the Billboard Awards uh, and it started off with a a marching band? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think um, what a marching time? band. They had on all pink with their like all pink instruments. And they're coming down the aisles. Everybody on their looked little drums beat. and stuff. Wasn't really much choreography going. They were just walking all around. Yeah, That's what it seemed like to me. Joyful. <laughs> um, they're walking all around and they're all pink. And then Taylor Swift comes out at the, you know, on the stage. And she has on like this all pink, like shimmery, glittery number, and she does this little, <laughs> this little pose and snap. This hard ass, this hard forced <laughs> ass, like, huh, I'm here, like this whole force, yeah. like, bop. right. It was so weird. Ew, it was just so uncomfortable mm-hmm. for me. And so obviously, us looking at that, what just came out like. A week or two before the Billboard Awards. Homecoming. Wow, homecoming. Wow. It kind of would seem that <laughs> uh, you just tried to copy Taylor Swift. You just tried to copy Beyonce's whole idea. Exactly. For her Coachella performance. Yep. And what's so crazy is people. Because, wow, what did Beyonce have on <laughs> weekend two? Was it all pink? Yeah, shimmery number wow. with the glittery boots. Yeah, this is so that's interesting. Yeah, Ponytail, so did Taylor Swift. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, saying. that's crazy. <laughs> White women love to copy. They love. You know? They love to just bite off the swag and the style. And so many of her stands were online talking about, "Oh my goodness, like Homecoming just came out. Like she, like these people who were in the marching band were in her music video that they shot months ago." I said, "Hold up. Even though Homecoming just came out, Coachella happened last year." Taylor right. had plenty of time to take notes exactly. on what happened during Coachella and try and be like, you know what? That's so dope. I love that she did that. I want to do the same thing, but like less black because I'm not black. So let's right. do like a cool marching band. Like, but offbeat. Exactly. <laughs> it's like we have a recorded backtrack of the drumming. So everyone who's uh, drumming. Cause right. every, if you really look at the footage, yep. it looks everybody scary. who's drumming is not in sequence. Yeah, they're not. Nope. Everybody's just doing yeah, this. Yeah, they're just moving their hands up and No down. one's really doing anything special. Mm-hmm. No. You know. And then they tried to say, well, Taylor Swift did this like years ago, and that's fine. But there's a thing such as timing 
and you have to think of what that looks like sure she was probably you know they probably have all these outfits already done you know they've been doing dress rehearsals and rehearsals for weeks and weeks and weeks or months i don't know doubt it <laughs> and that and that's fine it. Right. that's this is probably like you know in her realm of things to do i mean she's done it before at an award show but when you have someone as influential and as large as beyonce put something out and then two weeks later you come out and your whole stage design and performance looks exactly like what she just put out it looks like you're just copying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So timing is everything. And I just feel like if it didn't if she didn't want it to seem that way or for people to take it that way, you still had like two weeks to do something. I would have like changed up my whole thing. The colors. So that's so that people <laughs> didn't think I was copying because like you literally literally did all pink just like Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Have on this little pink outfit thing just like beyonce the glittery boots just like beyonce a ponytail not just like beyonce because no right she didn't get that but you know what i'm saying like it looks like you're just copying everything like piece by piece by piece i mean even the pose was the same oh my god it was so forced though it was not even natural so forced it was just ridiculous and tragic and on the side i mean on the side note of this all i feel like um she tried to do this whole entire singing in the rain slash like <laughs> um la la land type oh esque set thing that just didn't really work out. It just didn't really work out, Taylor. It didn't. It didn't. Oh. I miss the old Taylor. I can vibe. The country. I gotta tell yes. you, girl. I can. I. I. I, I, I can. Bob's is some teardrops I can't on my guitar. Even, oh, I can't even <laughs> tell you. Like I, <laughs> Frenchie is looking at us like we're crazy. I, can, I was never a fan. Never liked her music. I've <laughs> been a fan of Taylor Swift. I've. I've have albums, plural. That I know. <laughs> and right. I have enjoyed my piece of country Taylor while I yes, had her. Yes, yeah, so did but I. But this whole pop girl Taylor like thing is so she forced. Go. It's so <laughs> forced. Like it's like, it's just because I honestly feel like she just crossed over because she knew that she could make more money in pop. Yeah. But she was making tons of money in, in country. country. And she was doing well. Country's one of the top genres in demand. Like, mm-hmm. But I think that was probably like, pivotal for her because you know when kanye and kim were calling her like a snake and stuff like that you can't really do anything like image wise and country when you're dealing with that so she switched over to pop because i can have a more edgy like thing to who i am and da 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 but and country like she wouldn't be able to do that She's going totally against who she is, and she's just <laughs> yep. trying to be this bitch who she's not. I can't. She needs stand to go it. back to playing the guitar. Please. He and the reason for the teardrops on my guitar. The only reason why I'm wishing on a wishing star. Okay. White horse. Oh my oh, god. White horse. Make yeah. me cry. Shit. I mean, Taylor's had some bops back in the day. If y'all don't know about no Taylor Swift bops, go check out the first couple albums. Okay. <laughs> They're not bad. I enjoyed them. I, I enjoyed them very much. So, and I want to bring up, um, really quick, Dan and what the fuck is the man's name? It's like a group, a duo. Mm. Fuck, I don't know their name. Dua Lipa. Dan and Shay. Dan and Dua Lipa. Is it Lupa or Lipa? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. It's Duolingo. But there's a. <laughs> 
There's, uh, I think they're a country group. Yeah, country pop duo. Okay. Country pop is what they call themselves. Huh? You know, there's a lot of t- Taylor. Interesting. Was, Taylor was country pop at some point. You're right. Then she just came to pop pop. Interesting. Terrible. Quite terrible. Pop it is not popping. Mm. But Dan and Shay had a performance with Tori Kelly. I meant to show you guys this. I didn't even show it to you guys. Fucking amazing. You ain't shit. Really? A fucking amazing. I mean. Tori's like straight gospel now. Straight gospel yeah, now. Yeah, she's straight gospel. Straight gospel now. But, and she has a Grammy for her Look gospel. <laughs> she's gospel and she has a Grammy for her gospel album produced by Kirk Franklin. Yeah, Whoa. I know. I know. Yeah, she's That's a Grammy crazy. award winning artist. And she also won a Billboard award, I think, that night as well. But not like on like a live televised award yeah. like a side award but her voice i mean her fuck. voice is amazing i mean she i i they, they had a performance that they did for speechless and it was just amazing i could not i was watching them in awe like i had never seen the boys dan and shay the country pop duo i never seen them perform but i just saw tori so i decided to pause the tv and like play it and look yeah. at the performance those boys could sing, oh, and really? so could she. Same nobody hell. was off key. Nobody was off the note. Like everybody was on their shit. I loved it. I, I, it's what was one of my favorite favorite performances of the night, by far. Right next to Paula Abdul. <laughs> oh God! Now Paula. <laughs> oh God. Miss Abdul. <laughs> She said, "Listen, just play the CD, and I'm right. gonna just come and out I'm and just dance. Do what I I'm do. gonna have this little skinny microphone right. taped to my, with tape to my cheek. Yes. Maybe they might think I'm singing something, but I know damn well I'm not. I'm gonna throw my hat and chuck this bitch Julianne Hoff in her neck, but I'm gonna act like I didn't that mean was to do so it. Funny. Right? And but I'm she a, probably. I mean, but it. she totally aimed that shit at her. She neck. did. <laughs> she did. I mean, if you see the hat being thrown, it wasn't being thrown up." Or out onto the no, stage. She threw it at. She chucked that shit. <laughs> she really she did. Straight at Directly her. at her. And it really chopped her neck off. She and had Paula, a neck brace. <laughs> Paula at some point in the middle of her crazy performance was a seesaw. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see <laughs> yes. her being thrown? Yes. From one. I mean. I was. It was so much going on. But it was great. <laughs> I was in <laughs> awe. I was like, Paula's like, what, 56, 57? Some Something like that. It's ridiculous. I was like, girl, she got all these acrobatics going on right, right now. Good you for you, doing? Paula. Do your damn thing. Mm-hmm. I was into it. I said, you know what? I can't even be mad at Paula. <laughs> no, who I can't be mad at? Who? Mariah. Oh. And yeah. here's why I can't be mad at Mariah. I can be mad at Mariah. Mariah Carey's a legend. Yes. Like a legend. Like legend. whenever I'm talking about legend, like Mariah Carey's a legendary. Specifically because she writes her music. And she has an amazing voice. It just so happens <laughs> that with time oh. and with age, oh. babies, divorces, boyfriends, drama, engagements, breaking off of engagements, a lot of champagne (laughs) and chocolates and truffles. Things have a tendency to change in the vocal (laughs) box. Mariah hasn't had that same vocal ability. Chad has been a long time. It's been a minute, you know? 
it's been a minute since Mariah's had them pipes like she used to. But mm-hmm. she said, I'm being honored this year at the Billboard Music Awards with the Icon Award. This is amazing because Mariah Carey is an icon. I cannot mm-hmm. deny that. She really is. She's been in the game for so fucking long. Yes. Been able to stay relevant. Been able to put out albums that are still going number one. Yes. She has. She owns Christmas. Like, who do what right. Art, right. Like, right. What artist she, do you know in your Rolodex? Christmas. What artist do you know off the top of your head who literally owns a whole like season exactly, exactly. i know none <laughs> neither do i know i none. know mariah carey i know mariah and carey i know she is, is always queen playing of christmas, christmas owns christmas album goes number one every every season. single season mm-hmm. all i want for christmas is you is like one of the most streamed albums every in the world single right all the time it it's just insane. keeps going up she's an icon she's a legend but yes. needless to say the performance wasn't so legendary She gave us some scratchy vocals. Some. Um, but you know what? She knew that she was being honored for the Billboard night, so she said, I'm going to sing live. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm going to sing live. And we all know she doesn't usually sing live. But she said, you know what? But she said, you know what, this time. I'm singing live. I'm proving to these Let's bitches that it. I still got it. Right. Okay, I'm Mariah Carey. Let's Mariah it. motherfucking Carey. I got it. Did y'all think that she had it? I'm just glad she didn't make a bet again. Oh. <laughs> 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 what were your thoughts on the performance, the Mariah Carey performance? Um, I love Mariah Carey. Like, I really, that's, I love Mariah Carey. I've been a fan since forever. Glitter was a movie that used to always okay, watch. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, glitter. If we want to have a whole no. destructive conversation on glitter, that's for another episode because glitter was a terrible movie. <laughs> But, but the, the soundtrack. No, but the soundtrack is so good. Like fuck the movie. The soundtrack is so good. <laughs> I used to watch it just so I could listen to the music and hear her sing. Literally. Like that mm. was it. But the performance was really n- not that great. Like her vocal ability is like Wes said, it's not where it used to be. So her performing live is just like nah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's just like yeah, like yeah. Like, just let the recording play or something. <laughs> oh, or let you... people sing to you, maybe. Maybe you just need to, like, rest. Oh, we've tried the resting <laughs> on vocals. I think it's just Drink gone. Drink some tea. <laughs> That's okay. It's just gone, Mariah. But I I love her, though. I just I don't do think too. the performance I was I feel like good. Mariah is one of those very few artists that can literally do a whole concert on stage. Yes. Lip sync the entire thing. And that would be okay. sold out arena. <laughs> Night right. after night and stand in her evening gown yes. and be legendary and have these people picking her up, mm-hmm. putting her on feathers and shit. Right. And, and she's not doing nothing but standing there. Literally. And looking beautiful. Exactly. And As people ever. will pay for it. Yes. Because she's Mariah. They want to be in and the And I same. would pay for it too. Shit. Okay. Listen. <laughs> so I can't be mad at it, but right. I can just be like, oh, listen. No, you could be mad at it. Oh. <laughs> Well, what'd you think of the performance? She mad at it. Oh, yes, it was a mess. It was a mess. She's absolutely. It was awful. Right. I don't know why she's trying to like relive the days when she was able to sing live and like really belt like that. Like you haven't been able to do that in so long. You just gotta rest, baby. You know, like. 
That's past rest. It's, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you you right. It's just not there anymore. It's not. That's okay, Mariah. And that's right, okay. It's okay. Because it's we accepted. know what those pipes could do. Yeah, we know. And we know how much you worked in bitches in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We know. So we know that once we're getting to these, like, you know, 2020, 2021, like, you know, <laughs> you got some old pipes on you, girl. <laughs> right. Like, if you're not sliding the oil down there when you're doing your, doing your exercises... <laughs> And, you know, doing your vocal warm-ups every day. And if you're not really keeping that voice trained to hit those notes on a regular, okay, it's going to be gone. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it just happened to fade away. But I do love Mariah. And I feel like she is, like I said, one of those few artists that can get on stage and lip sync and no one's going to give a damn. No. Exactly. So right next to her I is Britney so, Spears. I'd be like, okay. So I feel that's very true. Yes. So I feel like. She could have just lip sync. Yeah, she could have like, just lip sync. No one would have cared. Right. We've been doing it for I don't know how. I think she just had, she's had so many lip singing fuck ups in the past couple. Yeah, she probably yeah. didn't years that she didn't even want a chance. Yeah, that shit. That's, is pro- that's, that's probably true. true. Yeah, because yeah. she really has had some. Terrible no, she has yes. had some yes. terrible fuck ups. From like during GMA live shows to, to yes. the New Year's to I mean yeah. she's had some terrible like singing fuck ups in these past couple of years so I mean she just doesn't want to chance it yeah Maybe especially so. on a night where she's being honored as an icon she said oh, you know what yeah. fuck it right. I'm singing <laughs> and that's that and that's that <laughs> mm. <laughs> and favorite fashions really quick at the Billboard Music Awards Tori Kelly looking orange and I liked it. I can't even give you an answer to this because I didn't see what anyone had on. I didn't really. I wasn't really like checking for that. Um, I don't even remember. I like, remember. Oh, I know one thing that I hated. I couldn't stand LMA's um look. Oh, <laughs> okay. LMA's. What was that on it top was, of her head? Oh, those wisps. What yeah. was that? <laughs> I don't know. That's the only fashion thing I remember from the Billboard oh Awards. LMAs had these little ant wisps. Uh, my dad, yeah. my dad called them ant wisps. <laughs> my dad said, "What? She look like a little ant." <laughs> I was so mad. I said, "Where did that come from?" But oh yeah, she had this little wisp on her head, um, and she had this dark gothic like makeup on yeah. with like a dark. Everything was black and like just. Ugh. And she looked very pale and washed out. Like, yeah, I feel like her skin did. pairs best with color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they try so much to make her that, like, oh, she's that, like, you know, the Edgy. next. People would be like, oh, she's the next Aaliyah. Oh, my goodness. Like, she what? has. What? No, people literally. They have. I've, people have been saying that? Yes. Yeah. They have. Wow. I'm like, the bitch can't dance. What you mean she's the next right. Aaliyah? Wow. But I'm not going to go there. I'm going to just say. They think that she's like the next, you know, she has a lot of potential in this army. I'm like, but she doesn't switch up her look. She plays a very safe, baggy shit, always touching the floor. Like, she doesn't take risks, and she's just kind of not that girl that does that. Mm-hmm. She's very but, plain. Mm. She's like a bagel. A plain oh. one, though. Not mm-hmm. like not in everything. Not bagel. like a, a cheddar. Oh, my God. A bl- jalapeno a bagel. A blueberry. Mm, yes. Honey walnut. Yeah. She's crunch not. Crunch no. bagel. No. She's and everything not bagel. She's the plain bagel. Does she at least have cream cheese? No. Oh. No cream oh. cheese. Butter? Yeah. Butter? Maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little butter. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could take it. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. <laughs> Well, she, you works. see her in those her music videos. She just 
standing. Yeah. <laughs> Still right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes you might catch her sitting. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> But one thing she's not doing is moving. <laughs> right, right. One, that's one thing she's not doing. <laughs> she might hit you with a slight walk every now and right. then. But <laughs> that's it. Woo. Plain bagel with butter. Ah! I wow. can't. Well, on that note, into fashions, I'm going to move on to the Met Gala. Woo! The Met Gala happened this past weekend. So, what's up? What's the deal? Favorite looks? Do you want to explain the theme? The oh, theme was camp. Ahead. So the Met Gala theme theme for this year was camp, and everybody was like, camp as in camping, camp Mm-mm. as in like, oh my goodness, like we're going to go to the forest and we're going to, no. No. Camp as in basically drag culture, mm-hmm. basically ballroom culture, basically bidding off of black people. Yeah. Black queer peoples is what camp is, okay? Over the top ballroom yes. performance. Gowns, beautiful gowns. Gowns, edgy, things that people haven't seen before. Serving you butch, serving you ice princess, serving, yes. like, you know, like Your that. Your favorite cartoon character. Literally, like, it's just you being whimsical and being whoever, the total opposite of yes. who you are on a day-to-day. Yeah. you mm-hmm. in camp. You just pushing you just the envelope. create a whole new pers- being persona edgy. for yourself. And, um, yeah, some people embodied it, like Laverne Cox or yes. Lady Gaga yes. or Cardi Lady B. Gaga and so some good. people felt like Carly Cross. And Kerry Washington. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I wanted somebody to say it. <laughs> Just intercept her shit. Can someone please revoke Carrie Washington's invitation. <laughs> Intercept that shit. Met Ga- I feel like she hasn't won with anything. I mean, how many years has she been coming? Yeah, I really, that shit. I really don't know how she keeps <laughs> getting invited. Right, I don't understand because she never hits. I just, <laughs> I feel like she's been, I just, and the thing is she always looks kind of weird. So it's just like, <laughs> always. all right, this may be her moment. Like, you know, camp. No. And then I was like, damn, no. this is not camp. At all. Oh my God. <laughs> Ew. I just looked at it and was like, what? Ew. What? <laughs> Ew. I just Ew. didn't like it. What the, what the hell? I, mm. That's a mess. Uh. Uh. Kylie and Kendall looked great. They did. They yeah. looked wonderful to me. The the Jenners did amazing. Yeah, the Jenners did good. The, Kardashian. the Kardashians. The Kardashians now. Uh, no. Uh-uh. Chris Jenner. Is she Chris Jenner? No, I mean she's divorced from Bruce. I mean, I think she's still Chris Jenner. She's still Chris Jenner. She, okay, she's the Jenner. She threw on this platinum blonde, blonde bob. Oh, the auntie. Yeah. I mean, and <laughs> she had her black man Croy right by her yes, side. She did. She did something different. I, I, you know what? I can give Chris Jenner an A for effort. I didn't like that little star pendant she had going on in the middle. Yeah. It just looked no. kind of weird. I didn't like. Looked kind of Forever Twenty One, kind of TJ like Maxx and Easter looking. Mm-mm. I didn't like the wig on her, the makeup yeah. on her, the the like it's, it was like a pantsuit mm-hmm. kind of thing. It was like like a halter top kind of pantsuit, and it just wasn't. Yeah, wasn't it, it wasn't cute? So yeah, two out of the three genders that were there got it together then. Cause Kim Kardashian, I okay, and I'm going to say this: Kim Kardashian looked good. Kim Kardashian amazing. was yeah. not camp. 
No. At all. She was just Kim Kardashian. Yep. Mm-hmm. With her leather. But she looked good. I can't deny that she looked good in her Mugler. But if y'all saw what she was wearing to the after party. That was camp. Ha. That. The aqua blue number. That was mm-hmm. it. With the stringy glitter oh my god the the wig that she had was like you know like those party streamers that you get those silver party streamers yes it was like that coming down on top of like of like this blue color in the hair oh my god like this blue wig with like this and the makeup was impeccable beautiful makeup it's so interesting to see how like she took like that red carpet from camp and being like just not giving the 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 outfit that she had on the red carpet at camp was it it was to look like uh it was it looked like like oh it's raining on me yeah which was fine i guess but it was it just wasn't camp like i feel like if she would if she were to do like raining she should have been a fucking cloud Right, like she should have something, or she should have had really some, over the some crazy apparatus. Yeah, that was really like raining on top of her. Right, like <laughs> something crazy, because it was just it was Kim Kardashian that we always see. Mm-hmm. Okay, a latex dress, mm-hmm. some bronze. I mean, okay. to show off that body that she. I mean, you yeah. pay that money for that body and that upkeep, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I understand okay. why you want to show it off, but girl. Come on. That just wasn't. And for this to be the first time that she's got gotten invited, and then, girl, that was how you showed up, <laughs> right? You, you said you were dreaming what? about this, this the all first your time life. She, got she said it was yeah. the first time she's been dreaming about Ever. it since she was a child and planning it and everything. I'm just what like, did she do last year? She was still no, Kanye's she she, she was Kanye's plus one, but she didn't get invited. In that Versace yeah. number, Kanye got mm-hmm. invited. Kanye she got didn't invited, get invited, but she didn't get invited. Oh my goodness! But this year she, she was good in that Versace number. It's so funny because she's done so many Vogue covers since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prior to, so I think it's so funny how this is her first time actually just being invited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's what she said. Because the thing is, though, my only kind of qualm with that is like, I feel like last year, Kylie, like there's no way you can invite Kylie, Kendall, and not invite Kim. Like, you know, last year, Kylie and Kendall mm-hmm. were invited. Yeah. I think the year prior to Kylie and Kendall were invited. There's no way that you can, like, surpass Kim in any of that. So I feel like maybe, that's what she said. Well, may- maybe it was Kendall that got invited and Kylie was her plus but one. But Kylie yeah. brought Tyga that one year. Remember whenever she was with Tyga? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, Kylie happen. brought Tyga. Kylie's brought Travis yeah. now. So, like, oh, Kylie's yeah. always been invited. So I that's think it's true. kind of like. Yeah, but I Kim, think that Kim's been. Yeah, but Kim said that. She said she said she's never been invited. She's, yeah, that's her, her so, herself that doesn't make any sense to me. No, no, it doesn't. Like not at all. She she's <laughs> she's just been Kanye's plus one. Yeah, like last said. year she was Kanye's plus one. The year and then and then that time when she was pregnant she was Kanye's plus one. Mm-hmm. Like, but she never got an invite herself. But yeah. she's okay. So she, yeah, I feel you because she had that one. She's been to the Met Gala more yeah, she's than one been or two years. To she's the been Met multiple, times. but not like mm-hmm. as the invitee. Okay, got yeah, you. just the plus one. Yeah, got just the plus you. one. Okay, that's so interesting how they did that. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because mm. <laughs> what? Like remember that? Remember that year that Tiger was at the Met Gala? We were like, why the fuck is Tiger at the Met Gala? It was because of Kylie. Yeah, Kylie right. got invited. Like I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> but. Mm. Yep. Anyway, that was my looks on Kim. 
my thoughts on Kim. Um, I Your think looks I on Kim. no looks on Kim. Like my thoughts <laughs> on Kim. I loved um, I loved Laverne Cox. I loved Janelle Monae. I think she was stunning, amazing. Yeah, just amazing. Uh, Solange disappointed me, but I mean. Yeah, Solange did disappoint me, she, and it made yeah. me so sad because we all saw what she wore last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. And she usually goes like you know full out, but this was like she was at the house and it was like so you ready to go? She was like go where? <laughs> it was like the the Met Gala tonight. She's like oh shit that's tonight. And so she is. So she just hopped up and threw on her Solange. The, her 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 her, her every, Solange. Her like. So, just her little snake skin, like with the jacket and the skirt and the boots. And then said, "Let me go. Let me stop by but the pet store me, and the yeah. nails." <laughs> to get this, I'm like, to me, that looked like what Solange. Oh, that's that is Solange's. Like, oh, I gotta go to the grocery store real quick. Yes. That's her Solange. That's Solange's grocery outfit. So yeah, it wasn't. I, it was sad that she disappointed me, but I guess. <laughs> I, my favorite looks were um, Cardi B. Oh my God, she killed it. Gorgeous. She killed it. So yeah, Cardi B. Gorgeous. Uh, Billy Porter. Yes. Oh my God, I saw him come in on that. Bi- oh my, oh my God. God. So good. They Imagine were saying that the men, the men him. carrying him were all like Broadway stars. Like one of oh, the guys. Really? Yeah, one of the guys is like. And ran. The other guy was like a guy from Aladdin. Another guy was a guy from like Kinky Boots. Like he made sure that he got a lot of he he handpicked men from different Broadway plays to carry him into the Met Gala. Okay, that's really cool. So dope. Wow. Oh my god. And who 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 else did I? uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, I love Lady Gaga. She's such a performer. It was great. It was great. Three outfits in one. Four. Four. Or four, excuse me. She stripped down her last outfit was lingerie. Mm -hmm. Yes. Four outfits is what we got. Crazy. And we got a show with it, okay? Yeah, we got a show with it. She had props and everything. It was great. Lady Gaga was great. Um, Janelle Monet, Ezra Miller. Yes, Uh. Ezra. So good. Uh, Who else? Who else? Lupita. Did really well. She did. She did. She did really well. Um, I like Regina Hall's look. I like the whole because she was Re- Regina Hall was invited by Dapper Dan. Yeah. So she was a part of Dapper Dan's table because yeah. he was like a co-chair in the um, Met Gala. So he had a specific table where he can invite certain people, and the and of those people, Regina Hall was invited to wear one of his fashions, and I think she looked good. She looked kind of boring on the carpet. Like I don't want to be there, but yeah. I felt like she didn't want to be there. I felt like she, I felt, she felt kind of out of place, but you know. She made it work. I think Ashley Graham really worked the fuck out of her Dapper Dan outfit. Definitely. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think, what Hadid sister is that? Is that Gigi? Uh, I think it was. I don't know. I can't remember. Gigi Hadid looked great, too. It was great. If it wasn't Gigi, then oh, it was Bella. But. And Jared Leto. Yeah. Looked amazing. Looked amazing. I liked Harry Styles' look as well. Harry Styles had this like sheer, oh, uh-huh. like almost lingerie esque look, but like with a heel, like a little heel. Like he yeah. did his little thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw Ashton Sanders from um, Moonlight, one of the lead characters in Moonlight. He played like the teen Chiron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw his look. He like was wearing hair and like had like a whole like. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. It was oh, different. One more person I left, Tessa Thompson. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was great. Tessa, yes. I, I might do my, 
I need some hair like that. You should. Oh, mm-hmm. girl, have you walked around with us with that shit? Whip it, motherfucker. <laughs> Lizzo looked great, too. Oh, Lizzo oh, looked yeah, she did. so good. Did the damn thing. Okay. So did Casey Musgraves. Okay. Okay. You know right. And her machino. She was machino Barbie. Yes, she was I was machino like, Barbie. Casey, you know, I'm rocking with you. Right. Because Casey, I fucks with you. Right. Mm-hmm. You're my country sis right now because <laughs> Taylor Swift is just really plummeted. Uh, but it's okay because I look, I listen to Casey Musgraves album and it makes you want to cry. So I'm just not going <laughs> even. I won't go there. But if you ever, if you're into country at least a little bit, I suggest you to check out Casey Musgraves' Grammy Award-winning album of the year album because it was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna say it didn't deserve the award. There were it was uh, it ran up with a couple other albums, but. It it was a really good album. I can't even deny it. Mm. But yeah, she showed up as Machina Barbie and she looked good. Anybody else that we're missing? Um, I found the person that I was talking about earlier when I said they were half woman, half man. Uh-huh. Oh, it yeah. was Michael Yuri. Um, okay. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, I was like, that is so freaking cool. I feel like I'm fucked up. Wow. This is really freaking yes. cool. That was one of my favorites. Oh my god. Look. Yeah. Wow. That is great. Yeah, that that oh, was great. Shit. I saw that and I was like, oh my god. He did the damn thing. Like But then oh, but then he put the woman makeup on the right in the oh, yes. 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 So right? good. So Oh that's so good. good. Yeah. Wow. I was like, holy shit. That's who really is good. This? Wow, they killed it. Yeah. Um, I like how Zendaya was Cinderella and she oh had my her God, I forgot oh, to yeah. mention Zendaya. And she she did like she like really like played it. She left her slipper on the red carpet and mm-hmm. did her good. thing. She mm-hmm. did the damn thing. Had a fairy godmother. Yes, had a fairy on the carpet that just... Yeah, had the wand with the smoke and coming her out. Her fairy godmother was her best friend. Yeah, her best mm-hmm. friend. So cute. Her fairy godbrother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that turned her dress blue. Yes. And it lit up. Mm-hmm. It was Lena Waithe looked amazing too. Lena Waithe looked amazing. Yes. I love the back of her. Me too. Stuff. And the yeah. the pinstripes were song lyrics. I liked that. I did. Yeah. I saw that as well. The back of cool. Lena Waithe's jacket said, um, Black, Black, dra- Black yeah. Drag Queens Invented Camp. Yeah. So just, to, no. just to keep y'all just so you know. in the know. Mm-hmm. Um. Who? Oh, I think that's like pretty yeah, much sums up. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. who did fucking amazing. Yeah. Who else did I hate? Let's see. I said I, <laughs> I said I, I said I hated um Carrie Washington, <laughs> hated Carly Claus. Who else did I hate? Mm. Yara Shahidi. I hated. Oh, it. oh my god. I hated it. I did yeah. not like. Somebody it. said foolish. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh I didn't like it. Yeah, no. Yara didn't hit with that one. No. I, I thought she was going to hit too, but no. She I didn't. thought she was too. I was ready, but then she didn't. And I was like, That's okay. so sad. It was really sad. <laughs> I wish she would have hit. Who really else did sad. I not like? Little Widow's Peak. There was a lot that I didn't like. <laughs> but, but they weren't memorable to... enough to be like, oh my God, I hated, hated them. Like, yeah. They oh, weren't memorable. I didn't like freaking Katy Perry's cheese Cheeseburger. After that party. was after oh. party, yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was weird to me. Yeah, it was strange. Oh, I didn't like Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tiffany Haddish. I didn't like her oh. pimp I shit. Like I didn't pimp. like the girl. Who was the girl who was with her? Who I can't I can't pronounce her name correctly, but she was the actress in um in Black Panther. 
she was like the soldier one with Danae? the yeah. Oh, Danae. Danae. she came with Tiffany Haddish, and I didn't like how she looked either. Mm. Oh, I saw because yeah. she had she had like the the walking stick kind of yeah. thing with the hat. Yeah, that mm. wasn't hitting for me neither. Nah, mm. her boobs look good though. Oh yeah, yeah. But <laughs> who else? <laughs> I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Gala. I can't really. Yeah, yeah well, I can't really. Think I of can't really focus on what I hate, but I definitely can focus on what I love. And we told y'all everybody who we love. So, and that is the lesson in life, children. <laughs> <laughs> Never focus on what you hate. Only focus on what, what you, you love. love. Don't on. give any energy to things that you hate. <laughs> for you find nuggets. that you spend too much energy hating that you don't realize exactly what you love about it. Exactly. Ha. Hmm. Well, on that note, let's move to under our umbrella. Well, we kind of only have one little thingy under here today because we think it's going to trickle into a longer conversation. If you guys have been on Instagram, Twitter, whatever social media that you use, Facebook, whatever. Hit me on a Facebook. (laughs) Y'all would see or will have seen, especially when this comes out, y'all already have discussed it and whatnot. But um, Ayesha Curry. Got on the Red Table Talk, uh, you know, with Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, and her mother, Adrian Banfield Norris, and it was Aisha Curry and Stephen Curry's mom. Yeah. Wow, frustrating me that I can't think of her name right now. But uh they were on the Red Table Talk, just um, you know, talking about what it's like to be a wife of someone who is in the spotlight. Because Stephen Curry's father was an NBA player, and and uh, Steph is an NBA player, so you know, just how do you deal with being married to someone who has this huge spotlight? And one of uh, the questions that Jada asked Aisha was, "So you know, how do you deal with all the ladies that come around your man?" Um, and so Aisha just said, "Oh, you know." There's a lot of women that, you know, are always throwing themselves towards him and, you know, waiting for the perfect moment or just, you know, you know, just like hoping and waiting in the shadows in the corners (laughs) for for when something goes wrong so that they can, you know, swoop in and be the next one or or whatever. And that naturally Steph is just like his mom, you know, kind of like very, very friendly you know talk to people and not really think much of it you know because i'm just talking i'm just mm-hmm. i'm being friendly and things like that and so you should say you know sometimes i have to insert myself into the conversation because these girls will be talking to him and they won't acknowledge that i'm standing like right there mm-hmm. or that i'm you know near him so she'll just insert herself and say oh you know hey how are you how you doing mm-hmm. what's up you know, and that and that that's like one of the things that she kind of hates about being married to Stefan is just because like he's just so friendly and he doesn't see or doesn't really like feel recognize. feel feel the magnitude and recognize like how it makes her feel when, you know, he's just being, you know, cordial and nice and friendly to these women that want to sleep with him or, mm-hmm. you know, that want to wedge themselves into whatever they have going on. And that was just one of the questions. There's like a second question. We're going to stick to the first one first. 
So, how do you guys feel about, like, her comments saying that she, you know, hates that part about being an NBA wife or whatever? Well, I feel like when, with, if, even if you weren't an NBA wife, that you would want to insert yourself in a situation where all these women are acting like you're, or men are acting like you're not there. Like, you, I feel like that would piss somebody What the fuck? <laughs> I feel like that would piss somebody off. Like you're just like you're standing there, like so it feels disrespectful that they're talking to your man or your or your woman, and you're standing there and you're watching them do all this, and they're just like, oh, like you don't matter, you're just mm. a ghost. Mm-hmm. So they're just ghost. So right. yeah, so, so they're just, you're not gonna acknowledge me, I'm right? You're right. not gonna acknowledge me standing right here. You're that's mm. being disrespectful to me. Preach. So yeah, I'm gonna insert myself and be like, yeah, hi, I'm right here. Yes stop right right <laughs> stop acting like i'm not <laughs> i feel like she was in the right to insert herself into that as do i <laughs> <laughs> as do motherfucking i okay <laughs> i feel like she is in the right for if she sees a woman being a little too friendly with her man yeah. and she knows that her man is the friendly type mm-hmm. he gonna be cool she trusts him, but she don't trust that bitch. Exactly. And since she's not even acknowledging her, mm-hmm. right? I'll make it a point to make it known who I am and hello and what's your right. name. I'll make you, you acknowledge night. me right. if need be. Exactly. The point is acknowledgement is needed. Exactly. And whenever you don't have the, like, that's mm-hmm. almost True. like, okay, listen, yeah. you see, see a man being friendly with somebody. Right. And just continuing to be friendly with somebody without that person even acknowledging you and your existence and the, the bond that you and your man have mm-hmm. and share. Right. And your man is it's totally going over his head. Yeah. Because he's just, he's just being, just being friendly. Right. Yeah. And it's like, but do you not understand how fucking disrespectful this motherfucker is? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you not see what I'm seeing? Do you not see what <laughs> exactly. I'm seeing? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. And they don't see it in that way because it's like, well, babe, you know you got me. It's not right. Like, like that. I know it's I'm like, at you. I know, it's but not you. do you see what they're doing right now? Exactly. But like they they don't see that though. They just no. be like, well, I'm just having a conversation, uh, right? And it's like, yes, but I'm a woman, and I can see from a woman's standpoint what that woman was doing while she was talking to you. Mm-hmm. You may not her have body language, it. right? But I'm noticing her body language, the way she might uh huh uh huh and right. touch your arm if you know yeah. while she's laughing or something like that. And then I'm gonna be like, yes. Yeah, so what's up? I'm his wife. You ain't say hi to me. What's going on? Right. <laughs> you dismiss it like it's nothing. Right. Especially then, if I said hi. Right. Especially <laughs> you know what I'm saying and and. You kind of have to think that not every single encounter with another woman is, you know, someone who's like a fan or mm-hmm. someone that, you know, is getting introduced for the first time. So, you know, naturally, right. as the husband, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, this is my wife, Aisha, Aisha, this is blah, 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 blah. You're not going to have to do that every time you're talking to, like, another woman. Mm-hmm. So, naturally, I could see, like, probably, you know, you being the man, you're just like, oh, hey, yeah, what's up? Such and such, I like you already know this person, have like some type of acquaintance or relationship, friendship, yeah. whatever this person. So you're just gonna start talking. Oh da 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 you're not noticing that they haven't said two words, one to word, you. half a word to your wife. Mm-hmm. And you think it's cool. And and you yeah. you you're, you think it's fine. Like it's, no. that's not it's not fine. That's it's not, not cool. okay. 
not okay. Right. So I'm like totally what valid and wanting to inter- insert myself into a situation where yeah. I feel like I, my presence is not being recognized. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like most of the disrespect comes from. I feel like it's disrespectful whenever you're in a situation where you are with someone and that someone has a friend and it's almost like that bond that, that someone has with that friend doesn't even acknowledge your presence. Right. Yeah. yeah almost like you're exactly put to the side. It it's right. really describing the feeling is just so like Yeah. Lonely. Ha- yeah, mm-hmm. it really does. It makes you feel lonely. It makes you feel like Yeah. I'm I'm only allowed to be in a certain compartment of your life. Yep. And I can't be in your life fully. Yeah. You'd much rather keep me separate. Right. Ugh. And it's like that thought isn't even coming across. And they're like, why would you think I want you to be separate? No, I mean, you were right there. Like, yeah, I was right there, but you didn't include me. You know what I mean? So Never it's like, made how? an effort to include yeah, me. Yeah. So how do you handle that situation? Like, would you prefer that, like, you just kind of sit back and not say anything and wait to see what happens do you insert yourself or would you hope that like you know halfway through this conversation your husband would recognize this person never said anything to my wife like oh hey yeah you know have you said anything to my wife you know da, 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 da. right mm-hmm. you know so i mean <sighs> I don't know. Like I've been in these types of situations Girl. and it's just kind of yes, like say it. It's kind of like I would rather I would rather the person that I'm with say, "Oh, hey, you know." Mhm. Take that initiative. Yeah, take that initiative. Because that person. Because you are closer to this person than I am to them. And I feel so weird. So I would feel weird being like Hey, so girl, what's up? But I also ain't afraid to do it. Right. Right. Also not afraid to do it, but I would prefer (laughs) if if my man would be like, oh, yeah, such and such. You didn't say not two words to the person on it. Y'all should talk or whatever. You know, like not in that way. But just, but just acknowledge me. Acknowledge the fact that that they haven't said anything to me. Hi, this is that. Yeah. Nice to meet you. You know, it's almost like when we had an induction. And like I said, it's not always like. And, oh, I'm going to introduce to you for the first time. Every time, it's not going to be an introduction. So, Negro, you better find some way to include me up in these conversations while I'm sitting right here. <laughs> because I'm about to just sit on the sidelines and just be cool what being in my corner. No. Uh-uh. Soon I'm going to jump out that motherfucker. They better speak to you me. You don't like that. They better speak to me. Even if it's just the, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. Whatever. It's but if they, they're comfortable enough to come to you and start talking to you and not say not one word to me. Yeah, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. It's that simple breakdown of acknowledgement. I mm-hmm. just want to be acknowledged, mm-hmm. and if my acknowledgement is disregarded and almost felt as if my presence isn't needed or I feel disrespected, then that's where the problem lies. And a lot of men will be like, "So what's wrong? You don't trust me? What's wrong? You had a problem with me and my trust? No, it's not you that I don't trust. I literally." Do not trust that fact mm-hmm. that this, I don't trust this person's intentions. Mm. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with this person and their intentions because you see it from a friendly point of view. I see it on the outside looking in. Mm. You're, you're in it, so you don't see. You're not able to. Mm. In it. You know, mm. you're in it. Like Bennett. In it like Bennett, bitch. Yes. 
you're in it, so you don't see what I see, but I see the outside. I, I see, see what it looks like from a mm-hmm. mirror perspective, and I see what this person is trying to do. Exactly. So let me not. Anger me not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Please, nigga. <laughs> Just keep I'm me. I'm about to call Paulette. I'm about to <laughs> And my mama gonna beat you. And my mama gonna beat you. Anger me not, please. Jeez. Anger her not. That's the one thing you wanna do. Just keep me reassured. Keep me satisfied. Uh Keep me feeling included. Mm -hmm. And you ain't got nothing to worry about, baby. Exactly. Now, speaking on, you ain't got nothing to worry about. The question was also asked by Jada. You know, so how does it make you feel? Knowing that, you know, all these women are all around, you know, wanting to, you know, all these people are desiring, you know, for your husband, after your husband. Mm -hmm. And so Aisha responded and she just kind of said, you know, um, it does it does make me feel some type of way because I have to see, you know, every day, hundreds and hundreds and thousands or whatever amount of women are constantly throwing themselves at, you know, at my husband. And then you have me over here, the wife, you know, his wife and mother to his children. Mm -hmm. And I'm over here and I'm not even getting a sliver of, you know, the attention that he's getting from other women. None of that is getting thrown my way. And so, you know, it kind of makes me feel some type of way. And makes me feel a little bit insecure because it's just like, wow, do I even still have it? Right. You know, like men, they don't say anything to me. They don't look at me in any kind of way. They don't flirt with me. They don't try they don't try to do anything. They don't like it's just non existent. It's like you know, so so it makes her feel insecure because, you know, she has to see all this attention getting thrown towards her husband and none of it is coming towards her. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about her saying that? Um, I or can understand with the statement period. I can understand the, the feeling of insecurity and being like, you're in a situation with someone who you love, who you see every day, who women are constantly fonding over mm-hmm. and you understand that that's your man and you understand that he gives you love and attention uh, the exact amount that you need. Yeah. But it's always going to be like, he always, it's almost going to put it in the back of your head. He always has options. Right. He always has somewhere he can go. He'll be good. Me, I'm just his wife. Mm-hmm. I'm attached to this soul name. I am, you know, a piece of him. Mm-hmm. I'm not someone who men fantasize over it as much as I'm not trying to say that I want to be but I just know that men aren't looking at me mm-hmm. in that way that I'm not I know that men aren't looking at me in that way that women look at him women look at him like he's an athlete he's sexy he's got money he's got it going on men look at me like she's a down ass wife she could cook a good meal she could take care of the kids yeah, mm-hmm. she cute. Like, you know, like men don't like men don't right. look at me the same way women right. fawned over this man. So they look at her as a mother and a wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. They look at her as a caretaker. 
Yeah. They look at her as someone who's able She's to not an individual. hold the household down. But women look at him as a money pot. Women look at him as a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. Women look at him as attractive. Yeah. Women look at him and see something totally different than what a man would see in Aisha. So I understand mm-hmm. why she would feel that. Like sometimes right. I just want a man to be like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I walk by. Uh, damn. <laughs> you look great. You look good. Pipe me up a little bit. It's mm-hmm. no wrong. It's not, it's not wrong for you to give me a compliment and being like, you look good today. Mm-hmm. But men know that you can't. Men have this unspoken code that, like, you can't say that to another man's woman. You look good. Like, you know? Right. And women, total opposite. Women can walk up to a man and be like, wow, look at this fine dude. You're, you're such a fine man. You're with a fine man, girl. He so, looks so good. How y'all doing? Y'all are so cute. Mm-hmm. And with men, it's like, how you doing, brother? What's up? Your wife is amazing. Like, you know, like, they, like, you like you know, like, they, like, they can't say, like, damn, look at your wife. She's looking good today. Like, you know, <laughs> you don't see a man <laughs> doing that. But women are allowed to do that passive, like, oh, you got such a fine man, girl. If I had him. Right. You know, and just joke it off. And men yeah. can't do that with other men's women because it's that territory. It's yeah. that ego. It's that pride. It's that, like, feeling of. You better not say shit (laughs) to my girl about how she looked today. Right. (laughs) Or else you're going to have a whole look on your face on the next day. I know it's sundress season, nigga. You better look away. Right. (laughs) So I I feel like that's where that energy comes from. What about you, Nika? Um, I agree with her, but I also feel like, I feel like men, like they do look and they do talk. And of course it's not going to be around you. Like, Steph probably hears stuff like in the locker room or or like mm-hmm. around him like in general like when he's out in public like sit, saying stuff about you of course you're not going to see or hear because you're not going to be around him. Mm-hmm. I don't think cuz men people are sneaky. I'm just going to say people. I don't want to say men are sneaky. I'm yeah. people in general are sneaky like when it comes to shit like that like with like having um sexual thoughts about somebody that you're with or something like that like people are sneaky like that toward the point where like you would you would think oh they're not desiring me as much or oh i wish they would you know say this that and the third about me and they definitely are saying all of those things about you all the things that you want them to say yeah (laughs) and all the all the things you want them to see within you and stuff they probably they see all that and i'm pretty sure they probably talk on the sidelines about boys talk locker room yeah what Mm -hmm. people talk (laughs) so but i understand where she's coming from where she says like she just wants to feel like she still got it to where people will be like oh damn i wish I had her body or mm-hmm. something like that. Or I wish I had a woman like that. It's right. almost like these boys are in a summer camp. Like these yeah. men are in a summer camp. Like they're with these men more than they're with their family. Exactly. They travel with them. So of course they I'm fly sure with like they they talk. Yeah, they you know, talk. there's no way it's, it, they there's talk no about each other's life, talk. family life, mm-hmm. life in the tabloids. They talk. You know, they're exactly. brothers. It's a brotherhood in a sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, they talk. Yeah. They, they definitely talk to you, girl. <laughs> They definitely talk though. Definitely. And I think it kind of like I saw a tweet today and I think it kind of goes perfectly with what Aisha was saying. 
Because I completely agree with Aisha. Like, I completely agree with Aisha 100%. Her point was very valid. Because, you know, her husband obviously has, you know, the bigger spotlight. Because he's in the NBA. You know, you're seeing this person on your television screen about two to three times per week. (laughs) You know, playing games. And okay like you know and so you have to see like she said you know all these countless women throwing themselves at your husband and nothing's coming your way because it's not what she was saying and people tried to act like they couldn't understand Mm -hmm. or grasp what she was saying on twitter because they were slandering her like "Mm -mm, how dare a woman that I love and, and, you know, got on one knee and we're married and we're supposed to spend the rest of our lives together. How dare she get onto a platform and say she wants attention from other men? Oh, hell no. I would be getting a divorce and blah, 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 and this and that. But I feel like all that she was saying was that, you know, it's nice, even though you may not be seeking it out mm-hmm. and you may not, you know, be in that space where oh, if someone shows me attention, I'm going to act on it. It's just nice to know that at the end of the day, I still have it. I'm still want it. Because mm-hmm. that would, I would feel sad as hell too if it was just like, okay, I got a husband and oh man, he just loves and he dotes on me and uh, he just, he makes me feel, you know, great. And then I go out in the world and I have to see all these people throwing themselves at him. And then I'm just over here in the corner. No one's <laughs> yeah. looking at me. No one's doing anything. So it's, it like... kind of makes you feel like, damn, like my husband, even though everyone knows, the world knows we're married. Yeah. And that we're together and we have a family. He's still looked at as like, damn, he's sexy. I want to do this, that, and a third to him or with him or whatever. And over here, it's just like, oh, she's a mom. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. why. She's a yeah, So no one's looking over there. So I feel like it kind of really ties into this tweet that I saw today from uh, T Beanie 97. And the tweet says, my mother told me women have to be careful not to always be someone's blank their entire lives. You will go from someone's daughter to someone's wife to someone's mama and mm-hmm. never took the time to be yourself. It's easy to get caught up and lose yourself. So I feel like, you know, every time we speak about Aisha Curry, it's like, oh, you know, Stephen Curry's wife. Mm, great or, mom. Great, great she, She's a great mom. She's a great wife. But like, dang, like if the world and if the world is constantly seeing you as being a mom and a wife, then where in that space can you be desirable? You're individual. When can you be that individual? Like, if you're looked at as a mom, for you know, that's a negative because oh, that means you have kids. Yeah. Already, your desirable factor is going down because you have children. Okay, oh, you're married. Oh, now nah, your now your desirableness is going down even more because okay, now you're looked at as someone's wife. Mm-hmm. Well, people are saying it's almost like Steph's fault too. Like, oh. You should be reassuring your wife that, like, she's still got it. Why is she looking for validation? He probably does, he pro- but sure that doesn't change mm-hmm. the fact that when you're out in public, yeah. you're going to feel, like, You're my husband. Less than. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course you feel that way. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. But your um, 
what's the fucking word? Your um biased. Biased. Prerogative. No, Bobby Brown. Um <laughs> you're um biased because you're my husband and yeah. you're married to me. So and you your know opinion what the deal is. your <laughs> your opinion matters to a certain extent when it comes uh-huh. to the situation. So of course hearing it from other people is gonna be like, Oh yeah, like you can want me all you want, but you can't have me because I have my husband. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and I think that's just natural human, you know, experience. Everyone wants to feel wanted in some kind of way. Like, because that lets you know, like, oh, I'm still keeping up my appearance. I'm still doing this. I'm still doing that. I'm still attractive and desirable to people. And I think at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. We're just mm-hmm. trying to bash her because she's, you know, a celebrity. And she said it out loud. Yeah, right. And she said it out <laughs> loud. But, you know, I think that we shouldn't bash her for telling the truth. Like, I, like I said, we all feel the same way. But it's just that since she's a celebrity and she said that on this platform, oh, we get to talk bad about her, even though secretly in the back of our minds, we truly feel that same way. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. And that's the T. Exactly. <laughs> that's At the, the end of the day, we still want to be wanted. Exactly. Y'all just mad that she said it out loud. Exactly. Well, on that note, does anybody have any closing statements for this episode of the Black Umbrella? Yes. One of our amazing listeners, Fred, he came up with a book. Well, the book's not out yet, but it's we got not out yet, but we got a copy. A special <laughs> advance copy. <laughs> and it's signed. Fred and Chaz. Fred and Chaz. Thank you, Fred exactly. and Chaz. Fred and Chaz. The book is called In Case You Forgot. It's available for sale June first. June first. Yes. So get y'all coins together and put some coins into these black um these black banks. Yeah. Black bank accounts, not black. And please well, come and support the black queer individuals with. known as Fred and Chaz. <laughs> um, love them. Can't wait to read the book. We're all going to do a whole Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants thing mm-hmm. where yes. I have it one week. Someone else has it the next week. We're going to come with you with a full review. And hopefully, we you might know, even have a little guest, guest appearance. Ooh. So we'll see. I'm excited, though. Can't wait to read it. Um can't wait to read it we're so happy i know that you both fred and chas have been working on this for a very long time and yes. it's a labor of love and i'm so mm-hmm. excited to read everything Me and see too. what they've created it's just fucking amazing i love seeing this type of shit happen especially in our community um anybody else have any other good things to broadcast or to close out with for today positive affirmations or words before we get the going because this episode is oh god mm-hmm Yes, girl. I see you. I see the inspiration in your eyes. What you guys say? I just want to say, um, teach yourself everything that you can. Just learn as many new things as you can, because <laughs> I feel like it's important to know as much as you can. Just le- try to learn something new every day. Don't. Don't depend. S- yeah, don't on depend on else. nobody for no thing. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Just try to obtain as much knowledge as you can while you're here on this earth. New languages, new skills. Just go out and do it. Be a boss. Mm -hmm. At all times. And 
And to close this thing out, let's just get into, well, not really routine, because I'm about to say something that's not a part of what I usually say. Oh, okay. Wendy's oh. is bringing back the spicy oh. chicken nuggets. Thank you, I'm Demetrius so Harmon. I'm so happy, even though I don't even eat meat right now, but <laughs> I'm just excited. I don't be knowing shit kind of about some. this. I ain't had Wendy's in a minute. I just had Frosties. Last time I had Wendy's was when I was in New York. Yep. <laughs> that is so true. That's we not got true. A, we had I got a 4 for 4 We had Wendy's a few we weeks had, ago. Oh, yeah, we, we did. did. Yes. yes, I bought Wendy's. Oh, you did. But yeah. I had a Frosty. I didn't have any, like. And that fries. That is still Wendy's. So, and you had fries. <laughs> okay, but I, I haven't had a meal from Wendy's since I was in New York. <laughs> that is a meal. Fries and a shake is a meal. I guess so, girl. Okay. Whatever you define as a meal. <laughs> Go ahead. Starch but yes, and milk. They <laughs> took away our lovely spicy chicken nuggets a lot. And thanks to Demetrius. Years and years and years ago. And now it's coming and chance. Back. Yeah, I said Demetrius because he's the one who's been battling for it for the longest for time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So yay! Thank you, Wendy. And of course, follow, follow us. us. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. Email us at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail dot com. Engage with us. Comment. DM. Email. Yes. Let us know what you want to hear next week. Give us some juicy tea on your Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah. We want to know how y'all Cinco de Mayo's went. Did y'all go crazy? Did you black out? What, what would you, you wear to camp? <laughs> right. Let us know. Give us some crazy ass story to talk right. about on this show. Okay, Please. listen. Please. Make sure that you make yourself involved. Okay. Send us an email at theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. And send us a story. Give us something to live for. Okay. Please do. Because although we love when y'all text us individually, right. it's nice. But would, we would, we would it's hard to keep up. <laughs> we would like it if you send it to our email so then we could just, you know, go have it through there. them. Yeah, exactly. have it there. So that we can Because we all have it. the email connected to our phones. Yes. So it's just. It could be archived. Yep. <laughs> it's there. But right now, you guys are just texting us individually. And you know what? It's, it's not going to work out up. anymore. It's, it's not going to work out up. anymore. It's not. No. No. <laughs> no. Don't no do it anymore. Stop it. All your questions and comments could go to our email or our DMs on Instagram or Twitter. So, you know, just at us on there. And, and don't only follow us. Tell your friends, right. your teachers, your students, your whatever you got. Follow your dog. us. Your dog. Wow. People's pets really do have Instagrams and shit now, huh? Yep. That's real. But, yeah, spread the word about the Black Umbrella. We're really out here trying to make moves. And we are making moves. Not, not only trying, we are making moves. So Definitely. Proud of us. Proud of our growth. Proud of everything. Super. And we love you guys so much. And we will love you. Cover you. Cover you. Next week. Next week. Under our umbrella. Umbrella. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Love you. Bye. Peace out. Bye, guys.